0: Yes, yeah, sure. And you don't need coffee when you have us right here on The Morning Buzz. This is Natasha and with me is Mankiran and Marisha. You're listening to Spice Radio 1200 AM. We're talking about short films today and with us is Executive Director of Crazy Eights Film Society, Grace Chin. A very good morning to you, Grace. Good morning,
1: Natasha. Thank you for
0: having me. It's entirely our pleasure. Now, the Crazy Eights Film Festival has been on since, what, 1999?
1: That's right. It was founded in 1999 by members of the Directors Guild of Canada, BC Branch.
0: That's wonderful, and it's one of Vancouver's premier short film events. So tell us more about this challenge. I mean, six films in eight days, that sounds exciting.
1: It is is pretty crazy. Um... Crazy Eights, uh, the the film program, uh, it's, like to date, 139 short films have been made since 1999. Um, It uh, it, it was exactly what you said. Uh, You have to make a short film in in just eight crazy days. And by that, we don't mean just film a film. We mean complete the film. So post-production, editing, sound, color, everything in eight days. Um, Each year, we have, on average, about 150 uh, applicants. And uh, there's a three-step selection process by two independent juries to arrive at the final six. So between the time the six are selected each year, there's about maybe a month and a half of prep before they go to camera, as we say in the business. And uh, and then uh, after the films are completed, uh, that we screen them at a uh, at a fairly large event. Typically, uh, it about... 1600 people at the center downtown and we usually max out the space there's an after party to follow at science world and most of the films and the filmmakers go on to uh, to do many more things like in, in the business and uh, at film festivals and and, and and all that
0: sounds so exciting grace <laughs> now i'm sure it's not just about you know making a film the speed and just the content there's more to it tell us why did this all begin
1: uh, how did oh, how did all of this begin? um it's it's really about fostering uh, emerging uh, filmmakers here in BC. Um, and we're really talking about local talent. Uh, we try to emphasize that we want uh, BC residents you know Canadian citizens uh, to be prioritized in terms of uh, in terms of uh, the selection. that's one of the criteria for selection as a matter of fact. and there's there's a little bit of um there's a little bit of a, of, a, of a hole, I guess, if you like, between, say, like when, you, when, when you're when you a student and, and before like making that leap to, to say, directing a, a film or directing a, a TV series. So something like Crazy Eights is something that's meant to fill that gap and to help um, accelerate uh, a filmmaker's uh, pr- progress, I guess, in terms of that. Um, uh, many filmmakers use their film, their Crazy Eights film, as a calling card to help them, uh, say, for example, apply to uh, talent... Telefilm Canada's Talent to Watch, which is a first feature filmmaking fund. And uh, Crazy Eights is a designated industry partner with that program, which means that we are able, in a position to put forward a recommendation to Telefilm uh, for, for any project that has been a Crazy AIDS project.
0: Wow. And when we talk about emerging independent Canadian filmmakers, I believe the biggest hurdle would be finance. So what kind of support does the film society do, Crazy Eights Film Society?
1: Uh, yeah, um, well, Creative Film Society we are a registered BC nonprofit, um, and we do receive uh, quite a bit of uh, funding support from from uh, Creative BC, uh, from Telefilm Canada, which is a federal uh, federal uh, well national funding body, I guess for for film. Um, we typically receive uh, funds for our own operating expenses, which help us help the teams, the, the six teams each year, produce their films. Um, but there is incredible. Uh, industry support from across the entire spectrum of the BC like film and television industry. Uh, we estimate that each film receives like at least like 50k in in-kind support. Um, it, it's between the range of 50k to 75k of in-kind support. And each team also does receive a very modest, you know, like a thousand dollars, like from uh, a Creative Film Society as well, just to help them, uh, you know, like cover some of their expenses.
0: Okay, and this year we have about six teams who have made the final cut. Tell us about them.
1: Ah, uh, yes, the six teams this year. You know, it's really, it's really, it's really funny how it works. But every year, I feel uh, there's there's something in the air, and everyone just decides, oh, we want to make films that are themed a certain way. So this year, the six field films are called uh, Hellmark, uh, High End Dying, Passiflora. I can't go on a meditation for black women and zip, and, um, and we're, we're very proud to say that uh, the majority of the filmmakers this year are, are women. They identify as women, um, and uh, a lot of the themes tend to be a little a little surreal you know and and I feel that everyone feels a little this way coming out of uh, the situation that we've all found ourselves in over the past few years
0: yeah, you're right and yeah. and i can I can see a lot of diversity as well, besides the fact that they are women filmmakers there's a lot of diversity in your filmmakers that have been, you know, contributing to this year.
1: Yes, for sure. Uh, you know, like, I, I, I'd like to say that, uh, you know, Crazy Eight is a program as, as, in its position as one of the premier, uh, you know, filmmaking programs in our province. Uh, we, we've always had, like, all kinds of everybody apply, but uh, I, I feel that uh, this year it, it, it's especially diverse, perhaps. And, I mean, I, I, I you know, I can't account for, for variances year on year, but uh, I, I will say that this is uh, my first year at the helm of Crazy Eights. And I feel sometimes that, uh, you know, in, in terms of leadership changes or changes in, in direction, sometimes people just feel, oh, you know what, there's been a change. Maybe I'll take a chance this year, you know. And, right. Uh, yeah. And, and Grace,
0: when we talk about the genres that are, of the films that are being showcased this year, what are we looking at?
1: Uh, a lot of the genres, they lean towards... Uh, real fantasy i i don't want to say full horror like it's not horror like like saw horror or like texas chainsaw horror it's not like that <laughs> okay yeah it's, yeah it's not about that but it, it's just that i think the filmmakers this here and, and it's interesting that that so many of them are women you know that they're, they're they're not afraid to go there if you know what i mean you know like uh there's a lot that has been said about uh People not being able to understand women's rage, or you know, like a woman woman's perspective, if it's not delivered in the, in, in in say a, a softer way, you know. But I feel that you know, like this year's filmmakers, uh, the women filmmakers especially, um, they they speak softly but they carry a big stick.
0: Interesting. So they're taking the uncharted road, I can see.
1: Ah, uh, perhaps, perhaps. You know, like like I, I feel that Crazy uh, Eight uh, is is. Is definitely uh, definitely understands that it needs to be relevant to filmmakers today, and I don't just mean women. I just mean like that as a program, it really needs to be in touch with the who is who are making films today and who wants to make films today, uh, f- especially the emerging people, people that are coming up, coming out of school, or say you might be in midlife, but you know you just want to get into making films. And uh, in terms of that, uh, I, I do believe that when we're selecting our juries. The, the independent jurors that actually select the film, um, that's where it's really important to let them know uh, what, what our priorities are. And uh, I just want to say that Crazy 8 is definitely, um, definitely preparing itself for the direction that, that, that we find ourselves here in BC in the film industry that we're going in.
0: And Grace, you did mention the last three years. So do you think that has impacted the way film ha- films are being made and the way story has been told or is being told right now?
1: Oh, uh, in terms of that, I, I really believe that uh, in terms of stories, before, before the, the, the pandemic and all the lockdowns and things, I think a lot of people were perhaps going on a little bit of an autopilot. Um, you know, they were, they were making films because they loved making films. But in terms of themes and subject matter, uh, it, in terms of introspection, I think maybe there's a different level of introspection that we're seeing. Uh, in in the films that are coming out now, uh, especially in the independent filmmaking community. Uh, In terms of Hollywood, you know, like, or Bollywood, you know, like, they keep making what they make, uh, but in terms of independent filmmakers, uh, it's always been uh, much more personal, and I think we are seeing, uh, we are continuing to see personal stories, the stories that are based on personal experience, but they're all informed by, by what we've all collectively gone through. And perhaps it's a little... There's a little less indulgence and a little more, you know, like, hey, let's let, let's try and take a look at what really matters. What do I really want to make a film about? What do I really want to write about? What is the story that I really want to tell?
0: Absolutely. And we can cr- credit the independent filmmakers to, you know, keep things intellectually stimulating as well. Now, let's talk about the world premiere, which is on April 15th. The who's who of the Vancouver film industry will be there. The international film lovers will be there. What about mere mortals like us? Can regular folks go there, too?
1: Absolutely. Regular folks are always welcome. Um, that's why it's a public screening in that sense. Um, so it'll take place at the center downtown, uh, downtown Vancouver, on Homer Street uh, on uh, Saturday, April 15th. Uh, the screening starts 7 p.m. And um, we'll basically, there's a 10-minute intermission, but otherwise uh, you'll get to see all of the films and you'll get to see all the filmmakers that all go up there on stage. And we'll have a few special guests, you know, at, at, at the beginning, you know, like, you know, the City of Vancouver representatives, you know, Telephone Canada representatives, that kind of thing. And then uh, we all we all go go party, party on down at uh, Science World afterwards at a big party. Sounds like so much fun. And how much are the tickets for? Uh, the tickets are going for uh, $40 in advance. Um, that includes both the screening as well as the party at Science World. So if you think about it, you know, not a bad deal. Uh, and they are the R fifty at the door though, but I think everyone understands that if you if you buy last minute you might need to, you know <laughs> the price might go up a little bit. So 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 yeah, so that's what we're looking at. It's 40 an event and uh people can go to crazy 8sfilm dot film, uh C R A dot F I L M, and and head to our event event from there.
0: Wonderful. So we have movies, we have dancing, we have a lot of partying happening, so this sounds like too good to be true. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Grace. Uh, very much uh, you know, a pleasure talking to you today, and all the best for the big screening and the premiere as well. Thank you so much, and thank you for supporting independent filmmaking. It's our pleasure.